in today's show. We're going to talk about the action for Monday in the NBA, Michael Bolton. Thanks, Josh. It's Michael Bolton here, and it's time for another episode of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Let's get to it. Let's get to it, indeed. You are Locked On Fantasy Basketball, your daily fantasy basketball podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by Basketball Monster. My name is Josh Lloyd and I am the lead fantasy analyst at BasketballMonster.com and at Yahoo Sports Australia. And you can find me on Twitter as always at RedRock underscore Beeble and on Instagram at Locked On Fantasy Basketball. Thank you for making the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast the first listen of your day every day. We're free and available on all platforms. I'm here to look at Monday's action in the NBA. Just as I've hit record here, there was a tweet from Adrian Wojnarowski saying that Karis LeVert has been traded to the Cleveland Cavaliers. That is all I know at this point. So I'm going to do this show. And by the time you listen to this show, you'll know more about the LeVert deal. And I will try to sneak a, a whole show based on the LeVert trade once I hear more details. But just know that I'm aware of that deal. I just don't know any particulars. So I'm forging ahead with doing this show at the moment. So let's look at the games for Monday. The Heat and the Wizards is the first game up. I, I, actually... I'm going to throw the cap. Remember, remember, do not use ads to stream in for the start of this week. You might get some value here with Levert and whatever's happening in Indiana, and that might be a longer-term move. But be careful with your ads. All right, Heat Wizards. Kyle Lowry, two games back from personal absences. Hasn't been great, but do not you know, trade him away because he has been performing poorly. Just want to watch to see if he gets back into the rhythm of things. And then with him back and Jimmy Butler healthy at the moment, the Winter Soldier, Max Struess, has lost a lot of value. And I think him and Duncan Robinson are sort of going to go um, back and forward between those guys um, a, a lot of the time. And that's going to lead to you know, diminished value for both Struess, even Caleb Martin throw in there, and uh, Gabe Vincent, of course, and Duncan Robinson. So you're watching where that value lies and how the rotation goes and trying to get a pattern of it, I think is really interesting. For the Wizards, Daniel Gafford's not going to get any minutes because he's in COVID protocol. So we're going to watch the tank, Tom Bryant. What does his value look like? Can he actually look like a decent NBA center coming back from an ACL injury? He hasn't so far. Yeah, what does that rotation look like and how does he look on the court? And then secondly, I want to watch Corey Kispert. I'd like to see Kispert play more than Aaron Holiday. I'd like to see him with Beal out yeah, take on a larger role. They haven't been going that direction. This is just a deeper league sort of issue, but I'd like to see where Kispert goes and how he looks um, from here. The Raptors and the Hornets. Chris Boucher, what's his role? You know, when this team starts to get healthy, when they are now as Ken Birch is ramping his minutes back up, where where does he fit? What does his minutes look like? How many times will he close games over Scotty Barnes like he did a couple of games ago? I'm not really seeing him as must roster 12. I think he's fine to have. But I'd like to see... Yeah, him being a constant 24-minute night role, which I don't think is coming. And then Scotland Barnes. You know, he's been, had some really high highs. He's had some low lows. But at the moment, he's really settling in. Some interesting scoring nights. The threes and lack of them can be an issue. The defensive stats and assists aren't quite probably where you want them, but they're still pretty good. He's been, I think he's sort of settling into that 80 to 100 sort of a range player, maybe 70 to 100 range player. For the Hornets, two games back, 
it's been pretty poor from Gordon Haywood. Really, actually, no, really poor, like really bad in his first two games back from COVID protocols. I don't believe that that's an indication of where he sits long-term, but I'd like to see some bloody improvement. That would be great. And then James Booknight, because there was an issue with Booknight and the coaching staff last game where he was complaining about lack of minutes and some, there was a blow-up at the end of the game. Um, I think he thinks he's better than he is, which is fine. He should He should think that. But I don't really see where the minutes are. But does the coaching staff react to that, what happened last game, and get him into the rotation? That's what I want to watch for Jimmy Booknight. The Suns and the Bulls. Well, for Phoenix, it's the whole front court situation. Last game, we saw you know, low minutes for DeAndre Ayton again. It was a blowout, of course. He only played 24. He's played 24 in the last two. So what does this mean for Jay Crowder and Cam Johnson, who played 18 minutes only last game, Cammy? Well, Jay played 25. And then Jalen Smith even got into the action playing 22 minutes. Was this just a function of the blowout? Are they going to rotate through those big men a little bit more? Is Crowder... You know, I think Johnson's a 12-team hold. Is Crowder a 12-team option? I think he's a little bit of an option, especially if you are going to ignore my advice and do streaming through Monday is a great option. But how that all plays out is interesting to me. And while for the Bulls, Javante Green has been really putting up some good rebound numbers, some good defensive stats, and the role looks relatively secure, especially with Levine and White both missing Sunday. We don't know if they'll play Monday. Extra minutes are going to become available. And the big fella, Nick Vucevic. It's Vucevic. Vucevic. Big Nick has been playing really well. Without Levine, he's stepping it up. I think he might be a little bit of a sell high at the moment if you can swing it. Otherwise, you just ride out the value that he's providing, which has been really, really good. Let's see if he can keep that level of efficiency and scoring up um, that he has been over recent times. Maybe Vucevic has been hitting the Bilt Bars because Bilt Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever. You don't want to get a candy bar that, while it tastes great, it's just full of calories and full of sugar, but it doesn't have that high protein. Bilt Bar has the taste. It's got that covered but it's low in calories, it's low in fat, it's low in sugar, but it's high in protein. 17 grams in a bar, 130 calories only. It's a great combination. And the flavors are amazing. Cookies and cream, coconut, raspberry, strawberry, mint brownie, salted caramel, peanut butter. Special edition flavors they throw out there as well. So many great ones at Built Bar, and you can get them now for 15% off. So head to Built.com and use the promo code LOCKED15 to save 15% off your order of Built Bar. Built Bar is built different. February the 10th is the trade deadline. And us at Locked On NBA, we've got a live show from 2 p.m. Eastern through to 4 p.m. Eastern on the Locked On NBA YouTube channel. Kim Becker's hosting, along with John Corrales and myself, breaking down all the deals, including the Karis LeVert deal that just went down. So make sure you're checking us out and be ready to watch at 2 p.m. Eastern this coming Thursday. The Warriors and the Thunder. Um, Johnny Kaminga. He's been up and down. We know that. He's had some really, really big performances. Played 29 and 26 minutes the last two games. What do we get out of him against the Thunder? This is a real blowout potential. We don't know if Porter and Iguodala are going to play. And if they do, how much will they play? Will the Warriors be up huge and then Kaminga gets in? I'm very interested to see what his rotation role looks like with a healthy Porter and Iguodala. And then Jordan Poole, who seemed to figure it out playing alongside Clay Thompson, but the last couple of games with Clay have been muted. Can he get back to that production from, say, a week or so ago? when he was putting up really good numbers. To me, he's just a 12-team hold at this point. Well, for the Thunder, they're banged up. There's no Trey Mann. Also, not, not no, no Trey Mann, excuse me. There's no Aaron Wiggins. There's no Jeremiah Robinson Earl. There might be no Lou Dort, and there's definitely no Shea Gildas-Alexander. So Darius Baisley's stepping up. He's getting defensive stats. He's getting blocks. He's getting rebounds. 
He's providing some stream value. And in points leagues, maybe even a must roster. Probably not quite there, but they're getting close. And then with Robinson earlier, they're starting Mamadi Diakiti. Now he's had some ups and downs, but 30 and 24 minutes the last two games is bloody interesting. And that has some stream value, especially for deeper, not even stream value, just add value for deeper leagues. Because I don't think Robinson Earl's coming back anytime soon. They're not going to be relying upon favors. And Dear Kitty's someone to watch, as is Alexei Pokashevsky, who put together his first minutes in like a month and played really well last game. I don't know if that's something to watch moving forward. Actually, it is something to watch. I don't know if it's something that's going to actually bear fruit, but it is something to watch as we move forward. The Knicks and the Jazz. Um, mate, Tommy Thibodeau. Like, has he got any idea of any way to develop players? Last game, Manuel quickly played four, five minutes. I know he had three fouls in that time, but those minutes are unacceptable. We'll see quickly should push back to 15, minimum, maybe 20, we hope. But the quickly Burks, Walker, Grimes, Fournier situation remains a complete mess. Adding in DNP Cam Reddish into that mix, like it's very hard to understand how all those minutes get distributed. And then I want to watch Ron Barrett, who was really, really good against the Lakers. He's played huge minutes the last two games as well. We know there's going to be issues with efficiency at times, but he is playing at a more consistently good level for now. For the Jazz, Trent Forrest. He's getting some of these minutes that Joe Ingles was getting coming off the bench. And Clarkson and House and Gay and Gobert, they're all, they all might be, not, not, not play. They're all, they all missed last game. And Forrest pushed up into some good minutes. 39 and 28 minutes the last two games for Trenner. What does his role look like, though, when Clarkson and Gay play? That's the question for us. And then Hassan Whiteside came off the bench behind Yudoka Azebuke, but was great. And if Gobert is out, which we don't know at this point, then Whiteside is going to be an excellent, excellent option. But again, we're holding on to our moves for the week. And Whiteside is absolutely a drop if you're looking to stash someone or to get someone from a trade. So there. That's where we're at with that. Um, bet online. Everything you need for the Super Bowl. More odds, more lines, more props than ever before. Marching straight towards that big game at SoFi next week. BetOnline.net remains the best spot for all of your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just football. BetOnline has up-to-the-minute info on pro and college hoops, NHL, boxing, UFC, along with live real-time updates on current games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the new amazing offers available for the 2022 season. BetOnline is where the game starts. Let's wrap this up now by looking at some back-to-back streams with, again, the caveat, please don't stream. Just hold on to your ads. But I'll do it anyway. The Suns and the Knicks are some stream options for Monday, Tuesday. Jay Crowder and JaVale McGee. Your deeper leagues, you might look at a Jalen Smith. Maybe he plays. And then for the Knicks, Alec Burks, Emmanuel Quickly. Who knows how much Tommy Thibodeau plays them. It's a mystery that's never going to be solved. For Monday only, we're looking at Jay Crowder, Kentavious Caldwell-Pope with Bradley Beal out, PJ Tucker, JaVale McGee, Denny Avdia, Kenrich Williams, Gary Payton, Juan Toscano-Anderson, the tank Tom Bryant, and the moose Mike Muscala. For deep leagues, Emmanuel Quickly, Trey Mann, Quentin Grimes, Aaron Holiday, Corey Kispert, Mamadi Diakiti, Dwayne Dedman, Alexei Pokyshevsky, Trent Forrest, and Ty Jerome. And then for points leagues, we've got Baisley, Crowder, Caldwell-Pope, O'Neal, Javonte Green, Kavon Looney, Trey Mann, PJ Tucker, Kenrich Williams and JaVale McGee. Guys, that will do it for me today. Don't forget to follow this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and on the Odyssey app. If you are here on YouTube, give it a thumbs up and leave your comments down below, guys. We are done here. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. See ya.